it was Sunday. And to me, Sunday is pretty sacred. You know, I want to go to the grocery store. I want to maybe go to the park. Maybe I get to make sweet, sweet love to my beautiful <laughs> wife and just feel her body on my body, Eddie, for hours at a time. But first you have to do your whole pregame. Oh, yeah, my pregame. I drink, I <laughs> drink hour. off. Just stroke my, my dick for two hours just to rev the engine, which is very normal. Yeah. If, if you're not doing that at home, then something's wrong with you. Yeah, your father did not teach you well. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 189 of your favorite podcast where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. It's the absolute best comedy podcast on earth. <laughs> right? Number one, man. Very unassuming, very humble, very genuine, and that's what the folks like. Yeah, man. You, I mean, everybody likes that that mm-hmm. type of uh, person. Like, right. if, if they're genuinely a nice person, you're gonna love that person. It goes a long way. Yeah. You think about the people in your life that you love, and they're usually very genuine and great folks. Yeah. So, is it 189 or is it 188? I have two conflicting notes here. Eddie. <laughs> we could go back in time, re-record the intro, <laughs> but that's not raw. No, man, and that that's bullshit, is what it is. Yeah, that's not real. So whatever the show says is what it'll be. Sorry if the Eddie-o, the Eddie-o, <laughs> that's the name of your podcast, your solo podcast you yes. do every Sunday night. Welcome to the Eddie-o hour. It's kind of like a slow jams, uh, like 90s R&B oh, podcast. You would be great. Uh, like Almost like a Delilah <laughs> meets what? Sir Mix-a-Lot? I don't know. There's another DJ. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Delilah meets Sway. Okay, that, I, can, I can live with that. All right. Did you see this Bob Marley Snapchat filter today? Yes. That's pretty I did. F- terrible. Yeah. Pretty funny. I almost I did one and I was like, bah, bah, Mara Marseille, or, you know, <laughs> something like that. Because I hate reggae. I, I know you do, and it's disappointing. I'm sorry. I talked about this before. I mean, nobody likes to have fun more than me. Yeah. I'm a stick in the mud. <laughs> I, I am a bit of a. What would you call it? Like an enigma, because I am a big stick in the mud. Okay, but I do love to have a good time. But I reggae music. I just I tweeted something today. Like reggae music is is country for stoners. <laughs> okay, because it really is. I I have to disagree, man. There's some good reggae. Like I've I've suggested a song, Sister Nancy. And that song sucked. That song was amazing. Kanye sampled it on his Life of Pablo. Oh, did he? Yeah. You see, maybe Kanye listens to the show. It's that uh, it's that one song where he talks about Taylor Swift. Oh, and how he made the bitch. Famous. I made that bitch famous. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hate. I hate. I like country music more than I like reggae. Wow. I'd even say okay. that. That's racist. I think. I think that's borderline racist. Is it? Well, then, you know, <laughs> sign me up. Here's my beef with reggae: is I'm gonna say every song sounds the same, and someone's gonna say, "No, man, you're not listening." Like this song has a different steel drum. <laughs> you know, the steel drum in this song is way different. <laughs> no, every reggae song has an upbeat. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, that's just a characteristic of the music, though. Yeah, but what other kind of music is completely defined by one thing? Like it, yeah. every reggae song has an upbeat. Period. You know what I'm saying. I yeah, know you know no, what I'm saying. I know, yeah, I know but exactly. Every what I'm reggae song, it's like one and two and, uh, ooh yeah, yeah. I mean, everything. <laughs> 
Gentlemen, <laughs> you could be a reggae star, man. Maybe. I think you're hating on it, but you could be a star. I Well, listen, let me grow my hair out <laughs> and go to Mara Marseille. But listen, all <laughs> I'll say is it's terrible. I know it's feel good. See, you're not supposed to hate things that are feel good either. Yeah. You can't hate bunnies or sunshine, but, but I do. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. You hate a lot of feel good stuff like James Taylor. Oh, that's you, right. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, I'll stand James Taylor. But this reggae, I don't get it. You know, a lot of people hate on baseball. Mm-hmm. And I love baseball. And people say, baseball's so boring. And I want to say to them, what are you talking about? <laughs> you can't even know what you're looking at if you think it's boring. Yeah. Today, I, there was a Little League game I went to with my son. And it was intense. Intense. Yeah, well, I, I feel like, especially watching in person, like that, that makes a huge difference, too. It's true. Yeah, because like I've I've watched golf on TV and I think that's boring as hell. Mm-hmm. But like I've been to a golf tournament where, where like professionals are playing, and that's I mean that's pretty cool. Were you wasted? Uh, I may have been a little buzzed. Okay, yeah. so there you go. That's the other <laughs> thing. When you go to live sporting events, you're drinking. Yeah. Even if it's golf. Yeah. I went to there's a celebrity golf tournament here in Tahoe every year, mm-hmm. and it's Michael Jordan, Ray Romano, it's comedians and athletes. Charles Barkley, I mean, like the top, mm-hmm. and seeing them golf is fun. That makes sense, but I was shit faced yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what made it fun. So I wasn't shit faced at my son's game, mm-hmm. but I think what makes watching kids sports more fun is you know they pitch to each other. Yeah, and these kids are I'd say anywhere from ten and eleven, maybe twelve. Mm-hmm. And so when a ten year old is pitching to another one. If I'm at a baseball game and I'm watching the Giants play the Dodgers and someone's pitching, I'm saying like, strike that motherfucker <laughs> out. Like, kill him. Kill him. <laughs> I mean, you can't yell that at a 10-year-old. <laughs> you just can't. So when you root for the guys, you say like, you know, hey, get him. You know, good job. <laughs> Knock him out. Send this guy home. Like, you can't. Even that is pushing it a little bit. Okay. Like sometimes if my pitcher has two strikes and he just needs one more, mm-hmm. I'll say, don't let him get away. And I almost feel like that poor kid <laughs> batting, <laughs> here's some rude dad. But I'm just trying to be encouraging. You should like come up with like code words oh, okay. that you can like shout at the kids, like pass right. out like flyers and say, learn this kids, we're going to have a quiz. <laughs> yeah. And then you can be like. And they'll know what yeah, that means. Yeah, like, and the spaceship goes to the moon, okay? And they're like, yeah, he they said. Know, <laughs> the, the guy's a C word <laughs> yeah. or something. It sounds complicated. Yeah. But I'm into it. What, what I normally do is I just use versions of buddy. Okay. Like I feel like, and you probably do this too with your kids, where sometimes you want to say like, what the fuck, you asshole? You can't <laughs> yes. say that to your kids. Yeah, you can. You but. <laughs> could, but you would be a bad parent. So instead you say something like, whoa, buddy. Yeah. Cool it, dude. <laughs> and that's a dad way of saying, fuck off. Like, you're a piece of shit. And so that's a lot of times what I'll say it to the kids. I'll be like, whoa, buddy, good job. Yeah. Or, you know. So anyways, you can't yell. It makes it more intense. And when a 10-year-old fucks up, it's sad on a different level than when a grown-up makes a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, the game's on the line. Here's the last pitch. They throw it. It's such a raw emotion because mm-hmm. they cry and, you know, they stamp around. Grown-ups don't do that. No. They're pros. So get out there. If your kids, if you have kids, get them in sports. Even while they're young, you kind of have to force them. Kids don't naturally often, I feel like, want to be in sports. Yeah. They don't want to do anything. <laughs> they just want to play Minecraft. Yeah. Those little pieces of shit. <laughs> and as a generation, they've convinced a lot of parents that Minecraft is educational. Mm-hmm. And like, well, if my kids have to play a video game, at least they're playing Minecraft. <laughs> Still a video game, man. Yeah. 
Don't fool yourself. <laughs> I caught into that trap too because as a parent, you need a break. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, look, go play Minecraft for an hour. It's better than playing Call of Duty. Yeah. But really, when you really break it down, and I might catch heat for this, it's still a thing where they're just like sucked into it and obsessing over it. And that's what video games are. Yeah. My kids are obsessed with Minecraft. They want to play Minecraft, talk about Minecraft, watch videos of other people playing Minecraft. (laughs) So at some point, even though it's like, well, they're really using their brains and it's creative, but then it's also an addiction, which is not a good thing for a kid to have on any level. So what if you like added in like, like physical activity while they played Minecraft? Okay. Like they had to... In order to play, they had to constantly be doing squats. And if they stop <laughs> doing squats, you take away the iPad. It's it's like hooked up to like electricity. <laughs> there you go. And it yeah. just, boom, just dies yeah. on them. That's what you should I like do. that. I thought you were going to say something like a VR helmet because that's what's invariably going to happen. Oh, have you seen the, the Minecraft VR game? Like I did, yes. And the dude's like with the pickaxe and right. shit. Yeah, so would that be like, would you be more okay with that happening because they're getting like some type of exercise in? I think I would, but it brings it back to if they're still obsessed with it. Yeah. It's not good. Oh, yeah. Because the VR thing, I've talked about this before, it's coming and it's coming hard. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like technology and the society, we've all been leading towards virtual reality. Mm -hmm. Ever since Star Trek The Next Generation, (laughs) Holodeck. Holodeck, man. Man, that holodeck. That thing was amazing. If Data was on the podcast, that would be his real treat. <laughs> or Worf. Data wouldn't have real treats. Worf. Worf. What about uh, Wesley Crusher, man? Wesley Crusher. <laughs> you know, he's in the holodeck. He's like 13 on the show. Yeah. He gets in there and it's like, hello, Wesley. Load. <laughs> Jerks. Right, exactly. Load. <laughs> fuck Rom 3000. And the, Deanna Troy walks by. <laughs> I guarantee you, Wesley was thinking about Deanna Troy. Nah, dude, Whoopi Goldberg, the bartender. <laughs> oh, God. Her and Quark. Remember Quark? Yes. Boy, I tell you, that's a great show that I feel like a lot of people, it'd be hard to get into mm-hmm. nowadays. Because I feel like a show like that, like I was never a huge Star Trek guy. Yeah. But you watched it because it was one of those classic, it was on Fox. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And it was a perfect conflict climax resolution. There was yeah. no story. To Star Trek, The Next Generation. Maybe a tiny one? The slightest. The slightest. slightest thread to weave everything together. Exactly. Like Law and Order. But even Law and Order sometimes builds up to like the final killer, Mm -hmm. maybe. But Star Trek, you could throw it on. You didn't have to know anything. And it was perfect. One of those perfect self-contained shows. But also back then, I feel like there was way less on TV. Yeah. We had way less options. And at 9 o'clock on a Wednesday... (laughs) You had six, seven channels. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you had a TV guide. Like, remember having to flip oh my, through? Yeah. Like, the paper TV And they'd guide. have, like, collector's editions with, like, a special cover. Yes. It's like, oh, when my new, God. I bet your TV guide still comes out. And there's probably, like, an iPad app, yeah. TV guide or something. But I even didn't even use just the TV guide. I had what came in the newspaper. It was, like, a newspaper one that was, like, straight up just schedule. Yeah. And I remember, like, thumbing through that thing. Just our, our children, and not even just our children, but like kids that are 20 right now mm-hmm. don't even probably remember that world. Yeah, that's crazy. So anyways, it was a different time. My point being, I feel like as a throwback, if you went on Netflix and tried to watch Star Trek The Next Generation now, I wonder if it holds up. Is it on Netflix? I hope so. I, I might start, like start binge watching You should. It. Like, and I wasn't a huge Star Trek fan either, mm-hmm. but yeah. We should check that out. Because... I read this one thing once that Patrick Stewart, the guy who plays Jean-Luc Picard, <laughs> he did it thinking it was going to be bad or get canceled or something. Really? Maybe I'm, I hope I'm telling this right. 
And it turned out to be, you know, what he's known for. And yeah. he's probably like living off the residuals alone for that thing. But he didn't think it was going to do well. So he figured like, oh, fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'm not doing this goddamn thing. He, that's what, where do you think he's from? That's more of a Sean Connery, <laughs> I guess there. So I did the goddamn show. Yeah. And it turned out to be a hit. Did you know uh, Lucille Ball like bankrolled the first um, Star, Star Trek? Trek? Yeah, you know I think I'd heard that. Yeah, like it was on her list or something like that, and she thought it was like a, like a searching for the stars, like the next star oh, thing. So she's like, "Yeah, let's do this show," and then it got produced and wow, fucking blew up. Yeah, I didn't realize that she had her hand and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean she was fuck balling, dude. I I need to watch an autobiography or a biography <laughs> or a biography, not an auto one. <laughs> just, just, just a just stars her. Like. Yeah, it's about her. Well, am I, you know, just speaking of throwbacks, I did bring this up when I saw you. Uh, Full House, yeah, is on Netflix now, mm-hmm. and I don't know, man. No, not Full House. Um, oh, Save by, by the Bell. Yeah, Save by, by the Bell. bell. Sorry. Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Beyond classic. Guys, I'm 35. Eddie's 34. Anyone in that I'm, range. I'm 31, dude. I thought you were one year younger than me. Why do I always think you're so <laughs> you, much younger than you me? You always do. Sorry. You're way younger than me, <laughs> big guy. All right. Eddie's 13. <laughs> but in that time, when you grew up in the 80s, you came in from school and you watched some Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Starring Mark Paul Gossler. Oh, yeah. And Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Hello. I thought it was so cool to have three names. <laughs> like after just watching Say the Bell. Yeah. Daniel Lee Fields doesn't have the same. Is your middle name Lee? My middle name's Lee. I never knew that. Really? Yeah. Essentially, it turns my name Daniel into an adverb. Like, how did you go? <laughs> I went Daniel Lee. <laughs> Skip Daniel Lee down the street. I'm named after my mom's dad. His name was Leo. Okay. So Lee. So hmm. there's that. Daniel Lee. Or that's like a Korean last name, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Like Daniel Lee. Daniel Leefids? Right. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho. So I couldn't go by that. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. But Mark yeah. Paul is a little different because that's two first names. Yeah. I'm pretty dope. But I, I think Tiffany Amber Thiessen only goes by Tiffany Thiessen now. Mm. Yeah, I think she, she got rid of the Amber. Fancy for her. Yeah. Well. So I, get your fucking facts straight, man. Sorry. The show didn't really hold up very well. I'm curious if anyone else who watched it as a kid and then watched it now, it just it was just almost too corny and not in like a fun throwback campy way. I don't know. I don't know tough. if I'm just a really like nostalgic person, but I st- like they play them on regular TV every mm-hmm. once in a while, and I still sit and watch them. And I'm yeah. not like I'm not super into it. Like I'll I'll have it on while I'm doing right. something else, but. I, st- I think that it holds up, man. You know, my issue with it is maybe it holds up, but while I'm watching something like that, I think to myself, man, I could be watching Kimmy Schmidt, yeah. Master of None, uh, Let's Kick Back Up. Like, I feel like maybe I'm watching Breaking Bad again or something now that yeah. you know, Better Call Saul is so good. So to waste that time on Saved by the Bell, I can't. It was you throw it on when your kids are around because it's, it's an okay show for kids. That's true. And then it's some, it's not fucking cartoons. So. Yeah, or Barney. Yeah. I never thought I would have a kid that likes Barney. And yeah. guess what? <laughs> Quinn, my daughter, yeah. loves him. <laughs> loves him. Yeah. She even likes Caillou. Like her taste in kids shows is haggard. Yeah, man. I, I hate Caillou so much, man. Yeah. Like my brother loved Caillou. He had a Caillou doll. He looked like Caillou when he was yeah, a Yeah, you're right. He did. 
And I just, I just thought Caillou was like the whiniest little kid, man. He is. Ah, I, I I don't want my brother watching this shit. No, he they modeled that shit. There's another show for kids called Max and Ruby, and that one's even worse. Oh, is it? It went. It is so bad. Like if Caillou seems like a whiny bitch, Max in the show is a little piece of shit, and Ruby (laughs) is is a complete arrogant tattletale. Like she thinks she's the mom. Yeah. And it just, I feel like a, girl, a little girl watches that and she's going to be bossy. And the little boy watches it and he's going to be a whiny prick. Yeah, totally. To the moon or whatever <laughs> you said. I need to call these kids. Drive the spaceship to the moon <laughs> on that kid. So if you have children, do not watch Max and Ruby. It's it's god awful. So, yeah. But yes, Barney's in my house. I don't even know how we got to this. Save by, by the Bell. Bell. You're right. Throw it on. I would rather watch Save by the Bell. But I don't think my daughter would sit there Save by the Bell. But when she gets a little older. Yeah, we threw it on actually at my house, and Leah, my oldest daughter, was like, "This is boring." Like, <laughs> well, shut the fuck up, or right. else we can just turn the TV off. And she's like, "Okay, fine." Come on, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's either this or nothing. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'll watch it. Uh, my voice feels a little weird. I have allergies right yeah. now. I'm not sick. No. But I do feel a little allergies suck. Do you ever get out? Al- You're allergic to like cats, right? I'm allergic to cats, but I do get like seasonal allergies like every mm-hmm. once in a while. If for some, like my wife doesn't get allergies at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you never get allergies, it's almost impossible to really explain to somebody what it feels like to have an itch inside your brain. Yeah. Or like your face feels almost, I told Nicole, my wife, that it feels like my face is really tight but also super loose. <laughs> like it's like a fat person's like smothering me with their ass on my face, which normally I would love. That sounds fantastic, but it's, it's awful. Yeah. And the snot coming out of your nose is just clear water. <laughs> it's not like when you're sick, it's totally different. It's terrible. It like drips. Yeah. Like literally like doesn't run down your face. It'll just come out like the tip of your nose sometimes. It'll right. It's dripped out. That's happened to me. I've been like in a conversation with someone and just like lip, like <laughs> water just fell out of my nose. Yeah. You don't really recover from that. Like no. From then on, and especially if you wipe it with your hand. Oh, yeah. And then when you leave, you're just like, oh, I'm not sick. I swear it's allergies. <laughs> and they think to themselves, this motherfucker is sick as a dog. You know? <laughs> A lot of people say they have allergies when they actually really are sick, I feel like, to yeah. cover up their sickness. Yeah. Because they don't want to miss work or they want to French kiss somebody and be like, no, girl, I got allergies. I'm all sick. But really, allergies are, are the worst. Yeah. They're the absolute Fuck worst. Fuck allergies. So pardon me if my voice is a little sexier. Squirly. Well, look, you know, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> so I, and it even got even worse because over the weekend, I went to, Eddie and I live in Northern California. And there's a ton of cool stuff to do up here. Like every city and state, there's great history. Mm-hmm. And California is relatively new. You know, we don't have like Boston and New York and there's just not that level of history. Mm-hmm. But everything in California is about gold yeah. and the great wilderness <laughs> and, you know, how brave everybody was when they came to these rugged outdoors. <laughs> it doesn't have that same sort of like brick stone sort of sadness that you get on the east coast (laughs) okay where you know like italian people came over and then they were brutally killed and then the polish people did this Mm -hmm. and there's just way more history and bloodshed even though i guess there's cowboys and indians you want to say that in california yeah and then you know we always get is the donner party yeah (laughs) Yeah. they ate each other man so many people were probably fucking eating each other oh yeah dude like all the time all the time it was a regular occurrence. Yeah, why not? They just don't talk about that a lot. Yeah. It's a bit of a black mark on American <laughs> history. So either way, everything in California is all about gold and shit. <clears throat> and rightfully so. There was a lot of gold here. So over the weekend, last weekend, 
we had to go to a mine, like an old abandoned mine mm-hmm. that they've now changed and turned into like a museum. And it was fascinating. So it was terrible because it was in Tahoe where it's like this pollen city. Mm-hmm. And I was seriously walking around like I had a problem. <laughs> like I looked like I was drunk and disheveled <laughs> and high. Like I was just on heroin or something because <laughs> my face was so red and I was just rubbing my eyes. My nose was running. I was constantly wiping my face. I seriously probably looked like an addict. <laughs> like I was coming down. That's awesome. Walking around my beautiful family <laughs> yeah. trying to have a moment. And so, but the, the moral of the story is I feel like I, I listen, like I mentioned being a stick in the mud. Mm-hmm. It was Sunday. And to me, Sunday is pretty sacred. You know, I want to go to the grocery store. I maybe go to the park. Maybe I get to make sweet, sweet love to my beautiful <laughs> wife and just feel her body on my body, Eddie, for hours at a time. But first you have to do your whole pregame. Oh, yeah, my pregame. I drink, I <laughs> drink off. Just stroke my, my dick for two hours just to rev the engine. That's just very normal. Yeah. If, if you're not doing that at home, then something's wrong with you. Yeah, your father did not teach you well. No, yeah, you need three hours of pre-stroke before you get down. <laughs> So I'm doing all that. So Sunday to me, I like, I'm very ritualistic. I like to do my thing, cook dinner, hang mm-hmm. out, get the kids to bed early enough so I, I can watch some Sunday night television with my lady, yeah. have a bowl of ice cream, and go to bed <laughs> like an old fucking man. But on this Sunday, it was also my wife's birthday, and I said, you know what? We're doing something cool. We're going to this mine. It's going to be fun. Let's just throw caution to the wind. And I got to tell you, it was great. Nice. So the moral story is to just do things. You know, I feel like a lot of people get stuck in a way and they, you know, like, oh, I don't want to go there. Yeah. I have to drive like an hour and a half to this dumb mine. It's hot. I got to bring sunscreen and snacks and (laughs) it turns into a thing. But I'm just saying do it and do stuff like this. So, you know, here Eddie and I are sitting in front of two microphones Mm -hmm. talking into wires. This gets put (laughs) on the Internet I mean, it's pretty crazy and cool to think about technology right now. Mm -hmm. This mine and the way that these men, and I say men because it was only men, these crazy men and how they would just dig into the ground almost a mile down Mm -hmm. into the ground. And they used, you know, rats and canaries because there was constantly danger of gases. And it was just so raw. Like there was nothing that you and I could ever do in any profession now, I feel like, that's legal. Like mining like that, they would use machines. Yeah. But before, with just men with like dynamite and picks, like that is that is a life that you and I, like if they could see our life now, they'd probably beat us up. <laughs> but it was just really, I felt like as a person to appreciate where we've come from, mm-hmm. it was cool to see. Yeah. And, and you just like, there's a feeling like, man, I went down into one of these mine shafts and to think that, you know, thousands of men, because the mine was open for a hundred years, mm-hmm. were going up and down these mine shafts with their dirty faces. And it was really cool. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's good to have some perspective. Oh, yeah. So definitely. do it. Get out there <laughs> and go look at stuff. And go explore abandoned mines, guys. <laughs> Get On your there. own. Yeah, you know. <laughs> There are abandoned mines all over Nevada too, which is pretty funny. I guess you could you can get pretty fucked up. Go mine spelunking. Ooh yeah. Let's Why do not? It. So that's the moral of the story. Get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> get out of the house, you assholes. No, seriously, get out of my house <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> so oh, you know what? I got a story. Oh, sweet. Okay. A story for the show. Yeah. So listener Nick hit me up on Twitter and shared I think it was Nick. It was either Nick or his cousin Joe. 
at this story to where I think it was like in Ohio. And so have you, I've never been in like a true fist fight with a stranger, like at a bar. Okay. Or I think maybe one time you told me that you got into some scuffle once with, was it a stranger or was it a friend or? Uh, maybe I've, not. I've been in a, like, when I was younger, like, when I was a mm-hmm. kid, I've been in a few fights, but nothing, like, recently. Right. So. And and why would you? I mean, it would yeah. have to be pretty. Yeah. Somebody would have to be, like, attacking you. Yeah, exactly. Push come to shove. Or I've, you I mean, be- I've, I've <clears throat> never started a fight. I've never had the inclination or, or the want to start a fight. Right. So. I've never been that mad to where I thought to myself, like, I want to punch this person's face. <laughs> like, no one's ever, like, you know, told my kids to fuck off or yeah. grab my wife's tits or something like that. <laughs> I did pay a guy once to do that. Total different story. Some dude, um, I think I might have said this on the show one time, uh, kissed my wife. She was my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Like, she was taking a picture with her friends and this drunk old guy, like, snuck in the picture and then kissed two of them on their cheeks. Oh, okay. And then um, walked away. She so gave him a Kirby. <laughs> walked away and and one of uh my friends was like hey man you're gonna let him kiss your girl like that and i like i was like dude was drunk and right i don't care and then i was like all right fine so i like went up <laughs> to the dude i was like hey man you just you just kissed my fucking girlfriend right and he's like i'm sorry bro i just want to dance and he started like kind of freak dancing with me and i was right. like all right you're we're what are you good man do? we're good <laughs> you're gonna beat that guy up? yeah exactly there are other people that would have beat that guy up oh I'm like, sure kiss yeah. my motherfucking girlfriend i'm gonna kill you yeah and but yeah i'm obviously people know us well enough on the show we don't have a lot of rage <laughs> in our hearts yeah so my point being i've i've still thought about it quite a bit mm. and you know like i did years ago like kickboxing and mma so it's not like like i've been punched in the face and you know boxed in the face yeah it's, it's never anything to do with that so like i feel like i know just enough to where i'll have these fantasy scenarios in my head <laughs> You and we've talked about this where you just feel yeah. like, all right, this guy comes in and, you know, he pulls out a knife and he lunges at me and I kind of, I do like one of these moves and I <laughs> knee him in the face and I throw him down and everyone cheers and I'm like, round of drinks on this asshole and I, I pull a hundred bucks out of his wallet. Some, you know, my wife kisses me and it's just great. Yeah. I feel like everybody has these fantasies, but then I read a story like this and it makes me rethink all these fantasies okay. and getting in any sort of physical altercation with anyone. So in Cleveland, this guy who's 58 was robbing another guy, uh, maybe at a store or in a park. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The guy wouldn't give him the robber his money. So the robber kicked him in the nuts, took his money and took off. Well, the guy who got kicked in the nuts ended up getting an infection in his sack, like a, a bled or something what? happened. And then died <laughs> because of this infection. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the story, there wasn't not a lot of details about it. But either he got kicked in the nuts so hard, which if you getting kicked in the nuts is a nightmare. Yeah. I mean, everybody here either has balls or touched balls. Mm-hmm. Hopefully put some balls in your mouth. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But, you know, balls are weird. It would be like if you are a lady and your vagina was hanging by threads, <laughs> dangling off your body. Like it's these sensitive, odd, hairy things. Yeah. And when they get destroyed like that, your body just clams up. It hurts. Like you could puke. Yeah. It's awful. Shit your pants. Shit your pants. Yeah. I mean, these are how, how fucked up of our, of our bodies, though, that over evolution like that didn't change. 
<laughs> like you mean to tell me there wasn't one guy who's you know what probably would happen our balls used to be inside our bodies mm-hmm. got too hot got so too the sperms hot, yeah. died mm-hmm. so gradually the balls descended but god forbid one of these times for some evolution's sake maybe the balls could have been inside but we're okay <laughs> like i just feel like balls nuts nards yeah should meatballs as we call them <laughs> in my house should be on the inside yeah god fucked up on that one eddie <laughs> you know god he's a trickster man that god. Know, god typical god <laughs> when he was writing in his playbook and designing humans you know it was very smart of him to put the balls on the outside <laughs> so anyways if doesn't the balls on the outside of your body kind of disprove there is god i mean really like if god is this man with a white beard mm-hmm. who's sitting at a drafting table and he sat down, he drew a picture of a zebra. He's like, oh, these are zebras. Because <laughs> he has to be Middle Eastern, right? <laughs> At least everybody thinks that. Yeah. So, or no, that's Jesus was Middle Eastern. <laughs> and then he says, now I'm going to draw a man. And he puts our balls on the outside. That's a mean joke. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I feel like if God's so smart, he would have put our balls in something else. Maybe maybe we don't even need balls I at think, this point. I think the argument um, from like a hard Excuse yeah, let's me. hear it. A hardcore religious person would be like, I think it's proof that there is God, just the simple fact that you have balls. I think, see. Come on. I think that would be the <laughs> argument. That's true. Balls are just so perfect and magical <laughs> and reproduction. Well, fine. Balls. balls. Okay, they're fucked up. Brought to you by balls. So if they get kicked, it hurts. I guess this guy got kicked in the balls. Maybe he had internal bleeding, didn't know it. Maybe he didn't go to the doctor in time. Ends up dying. So guess what? The thief, now he's wanted for murder. Wow. So my point being, I'm at a bar, and when I punch this guy in the face, maybe he falls down, hits his head on the bar, and he fucking dies. Mm -hmm. And then guess what? Because I had a couple Coors Lights in me. I did some MMA. Somebody looked at my wife and said, what are you going to do? I punched him in the face. He's fucking dead. And now I'm in jail. Yeah. And I, that's probably like a regular occurrence. I can oh, see yeah. that happening like all the time. I wish there was a way there was a database that we could look this up. Just like normal guy, never had a blemish on his record, got into a fight on accident. And I guess at some point it's manslaughter. Mm-hmm. And maybe a good lawyer would get you a self-defense plea. You wouldn't even have to go to jail. Yeah. But you'd still kill somebody. Yeah. Like, fine, you don't have to go to jail. And maybe after five years, ten years, you kind of get over the fact that you killed someone's son, mm-hmm. potentially someone's dad. I don't know if you ever get over that. Yeah. And how stupid. You probably sit in your house and you're just like, that's so stupid. Yeah, I can't believe I totally. threw one punch. That guy died and it ruined my life. Yeah. So not to be a pussy here <laughs> or like a complete pacifist. <laughs> but my point being is as much as I fantasized about stomping someone's ass, mm-hmm. it's just not worth it. I'm too scared. What if you had the mindset that... Um, one punch you can kill someone and that just made, just made you super confident <laughs> went through life just tearing shit up I, maybe that's the way to do it <laughs> like you're that crazy you just think like i'll punch you once and you'll die yeah exactly i'm not scared of anyone yeah that's a lot of power i feel like guys with big dicks feel that way <laughs> like when you go into, i fuck you once <laughs> well that's what i mean like when you go into a room and you know you have a huge dick <laughs> i just think you think to yourself like a you look at all the guys and you're like my dick's bigger than yours. <laughs> and then you look at the ladies and you're like, man, because women are this simple. They're just like, man, ladies, if you saw this dick, oh my God, like you would just think I was so cool. And those guys are insane. <laughs> but, and they think, because that's how simple everything is, just having a big dick gets you through life. Yeah. And then you get that big truck 
<laughs> or maybe or do guys with huge trucks have small dicks? Is I, that I what would, it is? Yeah, I think they might That's be right. overcompensating for something. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, either way, Eddie and I, let's put our dicks together. <laughs> Like a Voltron dick. Yes. We talked about that. I still need to get our double-sided dildo, <laughs> which, you know, one side's pink, and then one side's for you is black. Like, sorry. Or at least super brown. Can we put pebbles in it? Yes. <laughs> Yours is the Filipino pebble dick. <laughs> and I think, I know I know you're circumcised, but maybe just to sell more, we give you a little bit of a hood. Okay. Like okay. a mock turtle neck. Well, as long as you give my dick mouth a mustache, I think. Well, no, see, your dick mouth has to be real small. <laughs> And then mine is huge. Just okay, gigantic. Just, it's almost like its own pussy. We should, we should put like dentures in it. So. Oh god, like a real it's mouth smiling at you. That, we need to get on this. <laughs> I'm having a hard enough time getting our koozies made. <laughs> yeah. I can't get two scale model real dicks of ours <laughs> fused together, and somebody could put that on their desk. Yeah. You know, or crazy like in that. In their ass. Sure. <laughs> and or vagina. Why not? Do you make it be long enough a girl, a girl could put it in her ass on her vagina. <laughs> and that's fantastic. That's the fantasy. You've got me and Eddie inside you at the same time. You know, Double teamed by the Sif show. Come on, man. I'm fine with that. So, yeah, that's scary. Don't do, <laughs> don't do anything. So I, I'm a businessman, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm on the website LinkedIn, like most business people are. Mm-hmm. And I'm also kind of a sales guy. So I will use LinkedIn to... Look into people. Okay. You know, you watch Mr. Robot, and so did I. And on that show, he does a level of hacking where he really rips into somebody. He finds out all of their likes and what they're doing. And anyone in sales, I feel like when you try to know your customer, you sort of do the same thing. So, and you know, people probably do this when they start dating now. Mm -hmm. Like when you and I were dating, you really couldn't Google someone. Yeah. Nothing would come up. Yeah. Now, oh my God, like what's not on Google? You want to look at someone's Facebook. Do they have a Twitter account? Well, look at their tweets. They're actually pretty funny. Or, oh my gosh, they're really boring and stupid. Yeah. You can find so much out. So when I want to learn something about somebody, if I'm going to have a call with them or an interview, mm-hmm. you look them up. Yeah. So I use LinkedIn for stuff like that. And people hit me up too because conversely, I feel like people try to take advantage of me mm-hmm. and my network. And so I get it all the time and I kind of got a little annoyed. And this person sent me an email like, you know how much I love snacks. <laughs> I'm the snack king. Yeah. I love pretzels. I love chips and cookies. And I love free shit almost more than anything. <laughs> okay. So, and I love boxes. <laughs> so, you see where I'm going with this? Yes. This person emails me and says, Hey, I, I just want to let you know I work for this company called, let's call it Snackies. <laughs> I work for Snackies. It's creative. <laughs> I like it. Well, it's uh, it's like, <laughs> it's snack ease because it's so easy, okay. Eddie. So I work for Snackies, and I noticed that you have a great office culture. You know, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun in your office, a healthy lifestyle. I'd love to send you a box of Snackies. Okay. Where every month we send you healthy stuff. And the thing is, this is all a lie. Like I have no office culture. Yeah. I work from home. It's only one of me here in California. So this person, I kind of thought to myself, like, you're being a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> like, I'm a salesperson. I take great pride when I do a cold email or cold call to make it really special, really tailored for them. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm a really good chef and I go into someone's restaurant and it's gross. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a bad example. But my point being, like, I thought to myself, you know what? Fine. You want to reach out to me? Yes. My office culture is great. <laughs> we love snacks. Send me some of your snacks. Okay. 
And knowing in my head, of course, and they're like, oh, no obligation, no obligation. Fine. I'm knowing in my head that once I get the snacks, they think either I'm going to love it so much that I'm going to pay for the service or B, like there is an obligation. Yeah. Like they think, oh, send this guy some free snacks and he'll sign up. Not this guy. (laughs) Not this guy, Bubby. (laughs) I signed up for Columbia House and I canceled it. Yeah. You know, I got my 12 free CDs and I canceled it. (laughs) When I I use credit cards to my advantage, (laughs) I pay them off. You know, when I want to get a refrigerator, I open a new credit card, Eddie, and then I pay it off before it's done so I don't get hit with the interest. Yeah. If you, you can, these are, this is not rocket science. Like, I'm not <laughs> dropping like some knowledge on how to game the system. So I thought to myself, I'll get some free snacks, motherfucker. And I did. And they were great. Nice. And I gave them to my family. You know, we ate them. We enjoyed them. And it actually was a pretty cool service. The box was neat. They mm-hmm. were rather healthy. And then the person wrote me an email and said, hey, you got your snacks. How were they? I said, they're great. I said, but you know what? And this is true because my quote unquote office, I was saying was my children. (laughs) I said, you know, my office liked it, but they're still more into junk food. And I just really couldn't get them to see the value of this. So Mm -hmm. thanks, but no thanks. Well, little did I know (laughs) this person, because they actually found my name on my company's website. They, they couldn't. So I, they said they kept calling me. I'm like, what are you talking about? I haven't gotten one missed call, one voicemail. You know they've been calling every day for an entire week? Your boss. My boss. (laughs) My boss. And so finally, one day my boss sent me a message. And he's all, what is Snackies? (laughs) And I said, oh, shit, why? He's like, because I'm talking to them right now. They've been calling me every day wanting to know about our California office and if they got the snacks. And I said, oh, shit, oh, shit. Uh, listen, here it is. And, you know, he's laughing because, you know, he's the same way. Like, yeah. Of course. He, and and I thought to myself, like, you ratted me out. So then, I, then like, five minutes later, I get an email from the person. <laughs> and they're like, hey, I talked to your boss. Sounds like you got a cool thing going over there. Hope you enjoyed the snacks. Take care or something. Wow. Totally got me. Yeah. So that's yeah. – do you th- so it was obviously the same person. Yeah, but they were they – were they wouldn't give up very persistent do you know is like is this a pretty big company or is it like mm-hmm. an up-and-coming like fledgling i think it's like thing? a startup because i wonder if like she's like the owner or something you know like had like is oh, that invested in it and it was like well i need to call his fucking maybe boss. i don't think she meant to ball me out i think she thought hey i sent him an email he said no i'm not going to take no for an answer let yeah. me get him on the phone yeah because yeah take it from me being on the phone i love getting someone on the phone <laughs> You can just like squeeze someone way different. Mm-hmm. Anyone can hide behind an email yeah. or a text. That's easy. But it, especially people our age who are scared to talk on the phone, you get one of them on the phone, you can find out a lot of information. <laughs> our generation is going to crack real easily if we ever got tortured yeah. for info. Can you just text me? <laughs> just, ah, just, you know, do you really me. have to get on the phone? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we're getting on the phone. Put your big boy pants on because we're talking about money and I want some answers. So uh, this person probably thought the same thing, thought they would get me. And the other thing is you can't sell a salesperson. Yeah. Like I I know every trick, motherfucker. (laughs) So don't even try. I got my free shit and I'm out. (laughs) And that's that. And that's that. Nice. All right. Man, we're rolling through the show this week. So let's... um, Let's do a couple questions. Yeah. We'll do a couple questions and then we'll do a real treat. 
and we'll hit the road. So people sent us questions and we we're very, very thankful for them. One of these shows, and I actually kind of thought it was going to be today. We'll do like a rapid fire thing. We okay. really got to get through some of these questions because I really want people to think that we'll answer them and not stop sending us because, you know, yeah. why send them a question? So send us questions, save for the show at gmail.com or save it for the show.com slash contact. You can be anonymous. You can leave us a voicemail. You can tweet at us at sift show or me at Dan the Beast. There's any number of ways. Mm -hmm. Facebook. I mean, come on. Listen, do it. (laughs) So here's a question from somebody. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, so a few episodes ago, Eddie and I joked that it's not fair to our wives or something that they have to drink our cum only (laughs) or suck our dicks. (laughs) And, you know, if we expect our wives to swallow, then at least once we should have to take a load. Yeah. And so we, we joked, like, we well, do it in a cup, you know, put some fireball in it, <laughs> yeah. make it fun. So this person wrote a question and said, and no knocks on our wives. Our wives are fine. They, yeah. you know, I, I hope everyone understands that. Like, my wife might swallow jizz all the time on the reg. <laughs> like, we're just being kind of silly here. <laughs> so either way, I just don't want any of my wife's friends to think she's a prude <laughs> or anything like that. Okay. Or not that she's a slut either. Okay? My <laughs> wife's just cool. I don't want to talk about she's my perfect. wife. She's okay. perfect. All right. God damn it, Eddie. And your wife is too. And your sister's is very pretty. Okay. All right. There we go. My wife. Yeah, your sister's cool too. Man. Okay. Hey, hey. Cool it, dude. No, just kidding. So here we go. My wife of four years is 100% anti-cum in mouth, swallow, or spit. So pause real quick. That means he never gets to even finish in her mouth, mm-hmm. which is a bummer. I guess she gets him rocking with her mouth and then finishes with her hand. Probably. Hmm. Okay. So he goes on. I even tried playing the portion of your show where your wife made the bet. Where you, No, that's not true. Where your wife made the bet with you as a final test. So my wife didn't make the bet. I mean, we never, it never really happened. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So yeah. So in order to get my wife to do it to me more often, she made me say I would do it. Yeah. To myself. And so my <laughs> wife, and so the, the listener goes on. She just said gross and tuned out. Pause again. Thanks for making her listen to the show. <laughs> Though now she will probably never listen again. Because why would I listen to that fucking gross show? Yeah. That gross guy is putting ideas in your head. Like I should be swallowing your cum, <laughs> Riley. Well, is, is quote unquote Riley, uh, is he willing to swallow his own cum? I don't know. He didn't say that. But he goes on to say, I miss that shit from my 20s. And every chick I dated was DTS. Down to swallow. <laughs> he goes on. You got to take that bet. Maybe plan ahead and jerk off several times the day before so it's less fluid. Also drink a lot of pineapple juice the day of to help the acidity. Also, try to at least bargain up to 10 days. Seriously. Love the show. You guys are crazy. The Riley. (laughs) So he's right where you definitely don't want to have a lot of water building behind the dam. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know you're going to have to do it. Because sometimes if like I haven't came in like a week for or four days or something yeah when you do do it it sometimes looks kind of weird like <laughs> you know what i mean it's not like like porno jizz like sometimes it's at least maybe this is me like you tell me if your comb <laughs> ever looks like this but it almost is like gelatinous-y like it, yeah. it just seems just like older yeah great grosser uh, yeah like like a little more yeah a little more gelat like sticky right a little more curdled. stringy yeah it's not like fresh it's it's been marinating in your balls for days of sorts (laughs) awesome 
Awesome maybe visual. it is. I don't know. Maybe that's not how cum works. Maybe it's like slowly recycling itself. Yeah. But I just feel like me as a person, if it's been days on end, especially if I've kind of like gotten aroused a few times, because mm-hmm. I feel like when you get aroused, you know, the chambers start to fill up. <laughs> like in my mind, that's what I am visualizing. Yeah. Like you get a boner and then your balls start making cum. Because if you think about it, I mean, I guess I could probably Google all this, but like, let's just say we're at, we're at flat right now. I'm completely soft. Okay. I get hard and then I come in like, let's say a minute. Mm-hmm. Not true. I'm just saying, <laughs> but it's not, but, but come comes out of my dick. Like, does that mean there's always just a store of jizz in your balls more or less? Right? Probably. Yeah. So I guess my point is this guy's right. You drink your pineapple juice. You come often and a lot. Mm-hmm. So when you do have to drink some of it, you're not drinking like, you know, marshmallow s'mores cum. <laughs> it's clean and pineapple like Malibu. Right? Okay. Well, Riley, if you do this bet, please let me know because for now I, I'd love to take one for the team for the show, but I'm I'm not gonna do it yet. <laughs> All right. Well here's another one about pee. These are great. Like I, I do feel like maybe some guys have questions that they can't ask other people, so ask us. Yeah. I notice my pee comes out and spins to the left. Is this the way every guy's pee spins? Thank you very much. Pussy got wet, but not from pee. Yours sincerely, Mike from Ohio. So I should have asked you this question earlier, but I pissed and I watched my pee and it doesn't. Okay. So like my pee, like my dick mouth is almost like a, I'm making a hand movement here. <laughs> like Throwing up the rock. <laughs> kind of like throwing up, yeah, like when Jay-Z throws up the rock. He's actually mimicking my dick mouth. <laughs> so it's almost like a diamond, let's say, or a slit. Mm-hmm. Maybe this guy has like a big hole with almost like a bottle and it's spinning out of his dick or something. Wait, okay, so is he saying like the stream of piss twists or it shoots out like a spiral? Well, he says spins. So, okay, so you're saying like at an angle. I'm taking, I'm, I'm assuming he means spiral. Okay. Huh. Which is different. I don't, yeah, I don't, I think I'm I'm a straight shooter. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So you might want to get that checked out, man. <laughs> Check out your dick mouth. Make sure it's okay. Or start making videos, man. Mm. Make some money off of that. Mm. Crazy dick. That. Come on, buddy. There's, there's uh, something for everybody. People like this show. Someone's going to like your crazy dick. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Okay, here's another gross one. Let's just keep it rolling, right? Okay. Gross to the end. Hey, Dan and Eddie. This happens to me a while ago. Okay, now I'm, I'm going to try to change some of these, the grammar here while okay. I read it live. This is a long one. This isn't really actually very long, so <laughs> don't worry, everybody. In my workplace, a female supervisor that I had a good work relationship with asked me if she could tell me a joke. I said, okay. And she said, I have to act this joke out. So she held up her thumb and index finger like she was holding something. And she said, pretend I'm holding a Barbie doll by the waist. And you have to pretend to touch her where I tell you. Does that make sense to you right now? Yes. So the boss is pretending to hold a Barbie mm-hmm. between her fingers. And she's going to say to this guy, touch her where I say. Yeah. All right. So he goes on to say, she tells me to touch with my finger where I thought her head was at. I did. And now she told me to touch where her feet were. I did. And now touch her waist. I did. And now she said I had to do with my eyes closed. Okay. She told me to touch her head. And I did. Touch the doll's feet, and I did. Touch her waist, and I did. And now touch her, whoa. I reached in and my finger forward and got the shock of my life. My finger was wet. I opened my eyes, and she was sucking my finger. 
So I think what he meant to say was like touch her, touch the Barbie's vagina. Yeah. And when he when he went to do it, his supervisor took his finger into her mouth. Yeah. Whoa. That's uh, number one. That's a great joke. Uh, yeah. The simulation of a vagina with your mouth. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think she wants the dick as well. Well, thankfully, so this this listener's name is John, who's awesome. He did, he wasn't anonymous. Okay. And I wrote him back and I said, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Does he drive a fast car? <laughs> and him and I went back and forth. And so this guy's a, a, a player. This is this fella. <laughs> he did not have sex with this lady, this boss of his, even though she was totally throwing that out there. Yeah. If a woman sucks your finger. Yeah. She wants to fuck. Regardless if it's a joke or not. No. She's willing to suck on your finger. And not only your finger, but, you know, like, I would suck my wife's finger if I knew her hand was clean. Exactly, yeah. I'm not going to suck her finger at a baseball game (laughs) or, you know, while we're getting our taxes done. (laughs) After she washes her hand or, like, you know what I used to love to do when I would take a spa with girls is I would kiss their feet. Okay. okay. (laughs) And, like, suck their toes. I mean, that move works really well. But I'm not one of these guys that wants to suck because I'm like, oh, man, ugh. When my girl gets home and her feet are nasty and they're sweaty and there's little fuddy duddies between your fuddy duddies. What else? Lint? Fine. You call it lint. I'm going to call them fuddy duddies. Oh, man. There's little fuddy duddies. So there's old people between her toes. Is that what you said? <laughs> old, old, rude, stick in the mud Fine. people. Fine. Lint. Oh, I take that lick. I, li- I lick the lint. I love it. No. I want some bleached out, chlorinated toes, and I'll suck that shit. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, though, had his finger sucked at work, and he could have just taken a shit. He could have just been yeah. typing on his keyboard, which is like, you know, dirtier than a toilet, they yeah. say. Scratching his taint. Scratching his taint. <laughs> she took it in her mouth, which is like, if I'm willing to put this in my mouth, I will put yeah. other things. I will eat your ass. I will what eat your ass. I will toss your salad, <laughs> big guy. So, oh my gosh, someone sent me this... Um, you know, like right now, they're like, there'll be like a theme, and there was this theme. It was like, I my my mom's friend tossed my salad okay. or something, and okay. it was a bunch of videos, like twenty <laughs> videos of this like theme. You know, like, you know, blacks bang moms, yeah. and you know, Indian guys, you know, go crazy, <laughs> like whatever. It is. Go crazy. <laughs> That's not exactly probably one. Or like, uh, seriously, I'm trying to think of one. Like Big Butts, Latinas. Like Stepsister. Step, okay, fine, yeah. yes. Like okay. a role-playing thing. This one was Moms, but every one of them had them eating the dude's butt. <laughs> and it made me think to myself, like, there's enough. This must be a thing now. Like, people like to see that, I guess. So, so it's taking the Moms theme, mm-hmm. stepping it up to specifically analingus. Yes. Wow. Mom's licking the youngster's butthole. Wow. Yeah, so not just enough that it was a MILF, but it was my mom's, my friend's hot mom, and then she licked my asshole. <laughs> so, and that was really funny too. Like, I, the two of my friends sent me because the guys act really surprised. They're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, come on, I just want to try. Oh, no, no, no. The one was like, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I'm, you know, I could just really, and it was like a pizza delivery guy. Wow. And she's like, I just really want a salad right now. And it was bad porno acting, but wow. I watched it and I jerked off to it like crazy. That's hey. awesome. No, I'm just kidding. And my jizz came out and it was like uh, mustard. <laughs> All right. Where are we at here, man? <laughs> 
the dude got his finger stuck. Yeah. He went on to say that he didn't bang her, but he did bang a handful of ladies in his office, which is dangerous. Oh, yeah. How are you going to fuck? He's like, well, they were on different floors. Different floors? Who cares? Yeah. And where, yeah, I wonder where he worked. I guess it was a pretty big building. I, I'd imagine they'd have a ton of like security cameras. Well, I don't want to like bald this guy out, but he had a lot of access <laughs> okay. with his job. Like He had a reason to be all over the building gotcha okay for what he did he was a janitor <laughs> no but he had a reason to be everywhere he fucked chicks he wrote me another story he's got a ton of stories this guy <laughs> about some girl that wanted to get fisted and stuff i'll save that for another show <laughs> so that's something i've never done fisting yeah yowza no judgment <laughs> i feel like if my never. wife or another girl i wanted to be with wanted me to fist her Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's a level of like pain with that that I feel like I don't know if I'd be good at. I just feel like that's more for the guy than for the girl. Not to hear yeah. what John says. Really? These girls okay. wanted it. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just don't, I feel like I'd be faking it. Yeah. Like I would be like kind of putting on a show like, oh, you like that? Yeah. You like this fist? <laughs> Plus I got a pretty big fucking fist. <laughs> I mean, look at this fist. Like you don't want that inside of you. No, Eddie. definitely not. All right. Oh boy. Oh, maybe. Well, maybe you do. We'll see. You know, the night is young. <laughs> and so are we. Especially you. You're super young. I'm old. All right. It's the end of the show. God damn it. And at the end of every show, Eddie and I share a real treat from our lives, which is something we like or we're digging or we enjoy. And we have a theme song. Here it is. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, you it's beating your meat. Come on, Dan. Yes. Best little shout out to listener Zach for that great song. Yeah. Eddie, what is your real treat this week? So, um, so I love watching movies. Yeah. Um, like I'll, I'll watch any movie pretty mm-hmm. much. I've seen probably high school musical like three times. Or I've never seen it. I've, it just cause it's on, I'll watch it. Like, mm-hmm. so it does, it doesn't really matter what the movie is. I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Um, so with that said, um, my, Real Treat is a podcast called How Did This Get Made? Oh, yeah. With uh, Paul Shear, mm-hmm. um, that What's that guy's name? John Mancus. Manzukis. Manzukis, yeah, yeah. From, uh, both from The League. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what they do is like every week they pick out like a ridiculous movie like Shazam, that right. Shaquille O'Neal movie, and then just talk about how ridiculous it is and, and like all the plot holes and all that mm-hmm. stuff, which is like conversations I've had in college, like all the right. time with my friends, like just picking apart movies. And that's like Such one of a my great premise. Yeah. And it's, it's one of my favorite things to do is like watch a movie one time just to enjoy it for what it is. And then watch it again to just tear it apart basically right. and make fun of all the ridiculous shit. Right. And that's basically what they do. And, and they're both like super funny comedians. So it's, that's, it's really yeah, funny. that's the key too. Yeah. And I think also Paul Shear's wife is on. Yeah. Too, right. Yeah. She's also a co-host. So it's, yeah, it's funny. And they have other comedians on too, like mm-hmm. with them. So yeah, it's really funny. I don't listen to it too often since I, I mentioned, I don't listen to a ton of shows, mm-hmm. man. That That's when we'll know we've made it. Yeah. And we get to be on their, their show. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, guys, today we've got Dan and Eddie from Say Over the Show <laughs> joining us. And the crowd's all, woo, yeah, we came to see Dan and Eddie. <laughs> that would be great. That would be amazing. How good man. would that feel? Yeah. And then we just get to be up there and just be hilarious. What movie would you want to talk about? Oh, like a super bad movie? Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Yeah, that's a hard one. And, you know, I'd like to, well... 
No, I was going to say Falling Down. I was thinking about that movie the other day. That's a really good movie, though. Yeah, that is a good movie. But it would be fun to like dissect that. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the worst movie I've seen in a while. I meant what I said the other day. Like, I feel like I don't watch a lot of TV or movies these days, so when I do watch them, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I'd have to think of something from when we were kids or yeah. from the 90s. I listened to one recently, and they talked about Bloodsport. Have you ever seen Bloodsport? Oh, yeah, yes. One of my, probably still one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. just because I, I was fucking, I loved Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. as a kid, man. Um, and, like, the episode is so hilarious, because, like, obviously I know the movie, and then mm-hmm. they call out, like, all this shit that I never really even thought of. And, right. <laughs> and, yeah, that movie is ridiculous. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, well, we'll figure it out. When we're on, we'll figure out the movie. <laughs> it's funny that yours is, your real treat this week is a, it's, kind of a movie slash podcast because mine is a movie okay and i thought about this just minutes ago before we started the show so i now my children i try to make my children watch stuff from when i was a kid and one of them is the movie aladdin yeah and i it's totally holds up oh yeah speaking of things that hold up and so it's a hundred percent the robin williams show like yeah, it's yeah. so funny and watching it again as an adult there's so many things that went over my head yeah as a kid so many and so if you're an adult and you haven't seen it even if you don't have kids you don't have kids download it find it get drink some beers and watch it with friends because you'll you'll enjoy it yeah it's a great movie man and mm-hmm. like i remember at the time when it came out because of robin williams like there was so much hype they were like we had to have him do the lines and then we would animate to how how he said it instead of doing it the other way around just because he himself was like a fucking cartoon with all his characters and shit so and improving he probably so much off the top of his head yeah it's really good it's fun so the movie aladdin (laughs) eddie uh everyone should watch so all right that's it the the show is over and the last thing that eddie and i share before we say goodbye every week we take turns sharing some music that we've been digging or listening to. And this week it's my turn. And this is a band that I've actually given a song for before, but I've a new, they have a new record that just came out a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I can't stop listening to it. And it's so good that when I sat down this week and said like, Oh man, what should I do? Like I was going to do like a run the jewel song, which I've been listening to a lot too, but auto Lux, this band auto Lux, okay. which I just adore they have a new album out called Pussy's Dead, which I thought was a propos. Pussy <laughs> got wet on the show. Okay. So Pussy's Dead, <laughs> and that's the name of the album. It's like, I don't even know how to describe it. If It's like spacey, weird. There's like a man and a woman singer, but it's it's got like a, a jingle jangle to it that's really good. <laughs> It's really good. A jingle jangle to it? Yeah, like you can kind of dance to it. Like it's got a beat to it, but okay. it's still really dark and moody. Better than reggae, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Way better than reggae. <laughs> Fuck reggae. So Autolux. Check them out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. So where are we here? It's episode 180. I'm looking at Nine? the notes. Is it 89? I feel like it's not. 88. <laughs> It's not Wayne 89. I was wrong <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. God damn it. So this has been episode 188 of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. We